Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasar and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1 On Tuesday, July 11th, thousands of protesters took to the streets in Israel, causing blockades at the main airports and highways. The demonstrations were in response to a justice bill pushed forward by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's hard-right coalition, which has created deep divisions within the country. The protests intensified after Parliament passed a crucial component of the bill the previous day, aiming to limit the power of the Supreme Court. Demonstrators waving flags disrupted morning traffic at major intersections and highways across the nation. Some protesters even laid down on the streets, while others ignited flares. In Israel's business hub, Tel Aviv, Police on horseback were deployed to manage the crowds of hundreds of demonstrators. At the entrance to Yushalayim, officers used a water cannon to disperse protesters and forcibly removed some individuals. According to police, at least 66 people were arrested during the protests. Around 1,000 police officers were stationed at Ben Gurion Airport near Tel Aviv, where thousands of protesters filled the area in front of the main entrance, displaying Israeli flags. Despite the large gathering, flight operations remained unaffected, according to an airport spokesperson. United States, expressing concerns over the independence of the judiciary, called for the protection of this independence and urged Netanyahu to seek consensus for the proposed changes. The U.S. also emphasized the importance of respecting the right to peaceful protest. The efforts of Netanyahu's nationalist religious coalition to alter the justice system have triggered unprecedented demonstrations, raised worries about Israel's democratic well-being among Western allies, and impacted the economy. Quote, they are attempting to undermine our judicial system by implementing laws that will dismantle democracy, said Ariel Dubinsky, a participant in one of the protests in Tel Aviv. Late on Monday, July 10th, the bill passed its first of three required votes to become law, prompting opposition lawmakers to express their disapproval with cries of, quote, for shame. Number 2. GOP presidential candidate and former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie addressed concerns about how he plans on winning over the MAGA base with his attacks against former President Donald Trump. Christie has called Trump a, quote, petulant child and a, quote, three-time loser in recent months, telling Fox News Tonight on Tuesday, July 11th, that his comments are only directed at Trump and not his supporters. Quote, they're directly about him, and the fact is, I'm telling the truth, and the things that I've said, not even Donald Trump denies that they're true, Christie said. I mean, let's just look at this as an example. What member of Donald Trump's senior staff or senior cabinet members would work for him again? Not one of his secretaries of state, not one of his secretaries of defense, neither of his attorneys generals, not any of his chiefs of staff, not any of his White House counsel. What does that tell you about what it's like to work for this man? The former Garden State governor told Pierce Morgan that he supported Trump until his actions on election night in 2020. Quote, let me be clear, people get this wrong. Election night 2020, when he stood up in the East Room of the White House behind the seal of the president and said the election was stolen, when not even all the votes had been counted yet. He had no evidence, and to this day has no evidence that the election was stolen. That's when I abandoned him, Christie explained. And by the way, he abandoned me and others like me who supported him. I was the first one on board in 2016. I chaired his opioid commission. I chaired his transition. I prepped him for the debates in 16 and in 20. I did everything I could to support Donald Trump and make him the best president he could be. But he disappointed me and he let me down. 
The former, former federal prosecutor also took aim at Trump for failing to follow through on several of his campaign promises. Christie said Trump failed to repel, repeal and replace Obamacare, added $6 trillion to the national debt, and only built 47 miles of border wall that Mexico didn't even pay for. We paid every nickel of it, he added. When you look at the ways that he failed us, not even talking about his personal conduct, as a president, how he failed us, he abandoned me. A June 28th NBC poll found 5% of GOP primary voters would vote for Christie, 7% would vote for former Vice President Mike Pence, and 4% for former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. Trump remains the frontrunner with 51%, and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis gathered 22%. Christie said his campaign is going to be patient and persistent heading into 2024, and that he will continue to say things from the heart and the gut. Quote, you know what Republican voters deserve more than anything else? Two things. They deserve the truth, which they don't get from Donald Trump. And they deserve results on the issues they care about, like immigration and the national debt and educational freedom, he explained. I'm in this race because I want to bring the truth to light to our voters on those issues. And they deserve the truth. They want the truth and they deserve it. And Donald Trump doesn't give it to them. Number three. The U.S. Air Force announced cuts to certain re-enlistment bonuses and funding for airmen moving to new bases. Although it promised months ago that no pauses to relocation funds were imminent despite lack of funding. Money set aside for personal funding through fiscal year 2023 has evaporated due to, quote, higher than projected personnel costs, the service said in a statement on Monday. Causing delays to permanent changes of station for airmen scheduled to depart in August and September. As of July 11th, enlisted members who would otherwise have received thousands of dollars in bonuses for re-enlisting will have to defer until at least next year, the statement added. Air Force Personnel Command, quote, will continue to prioritize and authenticate orders for mandatory moves and will consider, exception to the policy, requests on a case-by-case basis, the statement said. Personnel with orders to relocate in August or later are being reviewed and approved on a priority basis, the statement said, acknowledging that some will face delays. Suspensions will disrupt career moves for potentially thousands of airmen, CNN reported, citing an Air Force official. Moves are expected to resume once the service's funding, which is determined by Congress at the start of every fiscal year, renews on October 1st, the official added. Air Force members said in social media posts in February that their commanders informed them that the funding for permanent changes of station would dissipate for enlistment for enlisted members by August 1st, and sooner for officers. Stars and Stripes reported this. Some said they received messages that the Air Force implemented a short-term pause for new assignments. At the time, Air Force headquarters denied ordering a pause, but did not address the issue of funding. The Air Force Personnel Center is not pausing processing military assignment actions, nor canceling assignments for those set to schedule to move. In fiscal year 2023, Tech Sergeant Dina Heitzman, a spokesperson for Air Force Headquarters at the Pentagon, told the outlet Stars and Stripes in February. Certain bonuses aimed at incentivizing airmen to stay in the Air Force after their initial contracts expire will also be temporarily suspended and deferred until new funding arrives, the statement said. The program being impa impacted, known as the Selective Retention Bonus, Selective Retention Bonus, encourages enlisted personnel in positions with retention shortfalls to renegotiate their contracts, according to the Air Force. The Air Force continues to work through additional options to avoid the funding shortfall and will provide more information when available. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio, and have a great day.